Opportunity Black is the name of the first event put on by the Young Entrepreneur Society of the Detroit Black Chamber of Commerce. Hundreds of established and aspiring business owners and young professionals are mingling in a conference space at the Federal Reserve Bank in Detroit. Attendee Tatiana Grant says she feels optimistic about being an African-American business owner in the city right now. The biggest opportunities, I would say, are in regards to capital. But others bring up financing for a different reason. Have you had like a particular obstacle that you've encountered? Money. (laughs) You know, we never approached a bank for a loan. Capital is always going to be a factor for anybody starting a business. That was Ida Bird-Hill, Tamashian Jones, and Alan Williams. As Williams remarks, money does tend to be an issue for most entrepreneurs. But studies show it can indeed be a bigger challenge for African-American entrepreneurs. First of all, racial prejudice is still a factor. Black business owners are about twice as likely to be turned down for a loan as white business owners with similar financial qualifications. That's according to a Georgetown University study from 2002. But beyond this bias, black business owners in Detroit have a harder time qualifying for loans. When you apply for a loan, your credit score is checked. The Federal Reserve System says, on average, African-Americans have lower credit scores than whites. Then there's collateral. Lenders want to see what you're able to offer up in case you're not able to repay a loan. A house is a good source of collateral. But Detroit's home ownership rate is two-thirds of the rest of Michigan, according to the U.S. Census. That leaves a significant number of Detroit residents who can't leverage a home to help them qualify for a business loan. Of course, there are African-Americans in Detroit who can walk into a bank and walk out with a business loan. But for many, it's difficult, if not impossible, to meet the criteria. Kimberly Faison is the director of a community organization called Prosper Us Detroit. She says it makes sense for banks to be conservative. Quite honestly, they have investors, and those investors are very risk-averse, and that's appropriate for a bank. But in a place like Detroit, where you have so many people who are not actively participating in these financial systems, it's really important to be mission-driven in this work. And mission-driven work is not cheap. Prosperous Detroit is one of a handful of programs that have popped up in the city in the last decade to help set up underserved entrepreneurs for success. Faison's organization helps clients write business plans that are, as she says, rooted in reality. Then a loan officer helps them prepare documents that are reviewed by a lending committee. Because the money comes from foundations, the committee isn't as selective as traditional lenders. Faison says this support and trust is needed in a city where so many people are deemed unbankable. We really do have to approach this particular issue in a different way because Detroit has too much talent to continue to lose it to other places, you know, for lack of access. We were trying to move to Farmington. And my wife said, hey, if you're going to open up a business, why not look in Detroit? And here we are. That's Dante Williams, a 37-year-old father of five and graduate of the Prosperous program. He's wearing a pinstriped shirt with a vest and vintage-style glasses. This is the soft opening for his barbershop, Cuts Lounge, in Detroit's Grandmont Rosedale neighborhood. Uh, So this is the uh, barbershop space. We are going to have roughly nine stations set up here. 
He's gesturing toward the barber chairs set up in front of framed mirrors over a shiny hardwood floor. The shop includes a lounge area with leather sofas and a toy-filled play area in the back. This space is a dream come true for Williams, who calls himself a starving entrepreneur. He's been cutting hair since he was 11, most recently at a shop in Inkster. The one thing that lacked in my whole professional uh, entrepreneur career is the fact that I, I could not get past my financials. But Prospera set him up with an accountant, and he was finally able to get a loan. That money, coupled with financial help from friends and family, has allowed Williams to renovate this building on Grand River. That whole section there was a wall, and that was the first wall that I kicked in. You know, So being able to see this and see past that, as you say, another barrier, right? Another barrier no longer in his way. Williams is just leasing the building right now, but he hopes to make enough money from cutting hair to someday buy it. New businesses like his mean more jobs, which lead to more taxes being paid, and that makes Detroit better able to meet the revenue projections in its recovery plan. In other words, supporting development like this makes sense for the city. Have you seen the new program we did? Who's heard of Motor City Match? That's Mayor Mike Duggan speaking to a citizens group at a Midtown church earlier this month. He's talking about a new program that offers up to $500,000 in grants every quarter to Detroit businesses and building owners. Of the first 10 winners, the mayor says all were from Detroit and a majority were men and women of color. We got a lot of Detroiters with great entrepreneurial skills uh, who could never imagine they could never get a loan, they could ever get started. We're not going to be a great city until... Our folks growing up here feel like they could own their own businesses. Back at Opportunity Black, Ken Harris, president of the Michigan Black Chamber of Commerce, wants to document that that time is now. He asked the audience at the Young Entrepreneur Society event to pull out their phones. Well, I just said, hold it in the air. All right, let's get ready. I want everybody to take a picture of this crowd and each other, and I want you to tweet it right now, because this is how we get down, because you know what? They say y'all don't exist. They say successful young black businesses don't exist. So stand up, tweet, MySpace, hashtag, put it all together. And at Ken Harris's urging, the entire crowd is on its feet. Just think, if every one of these entrepreneurs got a loan, was able to grow their business and hire employees, that would mean more tax money for Detroit. Then the city would likely find itself in better financial standing. I'm Laura Herberg, WDET News.